Yes, it's me, Mark Stone, and this is the Backseat Driver Podcast. I'm here at the Village Hotel in Blackpool for the start of the 2022 Hero ERA Rally of the Tests, and I'm here with the Hero ERA Communications Director, a name, a face and a voice that will be familiar to any motorsport enthusiast. Tony Jardine, welcome to the Backseat Driver Podcast. Thank you very much, Mark. How long has this rally been running? In its original guise, uh, 90 years as the RAC Rally and 20 years as the RAC Rally of the Tests under the guise of Hero ERA. But the principle based on the fact that that's how RAC Rally started here in Blackpool in 1932, went all the way down to Torquay. It morphed into stage rallying in the early 60s, uh, but it still became the RAC Rally. So we're celebrating those two massive anniversaries. Basically, it's the celebration of two proper rallies. I'm, I, I'm well known for my comments on modern rallying, but I mean, it's looking round here. How many entrants have you got this year? We've got 71 cars. We've got 10 from Holland. We've got five from Belgium. We've got three from Switzerland. We've got three from Germany. We've got uh, entries from Scotland, uh, from Wales, from the Isle of Man. Oh, and we have two Italian crews as well. So very international. And how many tests will they undertake? There is somewhere in the region of 49 tests and there's about 46 regularities as well over three and a half days. So you can imagine it's relentless action. <laughs> and looking round on my walking through the car park, there's one or two, there's faces full of joy and there's faces that appear to be full of apprehension. There are some newbies, and they're marked by a cross on the back of their car, which means that they're doing this event for the very, very first time. And it's not for the faint-hearted, because it is for the experts, and this is the one that all the crews really want to win. It's, this is our, the pinnacle of our competition year, whereas Le Jog is the pinnacle of our endurance year when we go from Land's End to John O'Groats. But this is the one where test after test after test, where they go as fast as they can around a particular course, and then a regularity where they have to keep to average speeds, but they don't know where the controls are, and they try to hit the controls on zero. They just go on and on and on. So what happens towards the end of the night, maybe 9, 10 o'clock at night, the navigator's head is starting to fizz, buzz and smoke coming out of their ears. And they do run at night time, don't they? As in the days of proper rallying. So they use spotlights, which is something you don't see on a modern rally car. It's how many breaks do they actually get? Um, not that many, but they do get somewhere in the region of a couple of coffee breaks per day. And then we do stop for a lunch. Normally, uh, it's a buffet-type lunch so they can grab some food and get going again because the navigator, as you well know, will always be agitating for the driver. You know, finish those, uh, finish those crisps, finish that sandwich. We've got two minutes to get out of the control. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's life in a, in a very, very fast lane. And... How many cars do you expect to actually finish? Because there is always an attrition rate in events like this, especially given the fact that uh, the cars aren't brand new. They are historic rally cars. I don't know. We've, we've had a reasonably uh, high rate on something like three-quarters of the field in the past has actually finished. But there's another element to that is because we have mechanical assistant crews which run 
midway through the field and at the back of the field and the nickname is sweepers and that's literally what they do so anyone's broken down you know whether it's on a test or a regularity or a link section those sweeper crews will stop and try and fix them and get them back into the rally like any rally they'll take penalties uh, for missing some of the tests or some of the regularities but what we try to do is get them back into the rally and start again the next day now, given today we have rather a nice day, blue skies, etc., sunshine, what's the weather forecast for this weekend? It's not good when we get into Wales on Saturday. It could be pretty uh, filthy. Um, but again, a lot of the hardened competitors are saying, well, that's what we want. RAC rally the test, that's what we want. That's what we're here for, the muck. And given the cars, there's one or two open toppers kicking around the place. Yeah, I'm not sure if they're going to be brave enough to uh, take the hoods down, but you've seen there's a there's a BMW with an open top uh, back there. There are um, a variety of other cars, but really we go from um, all the way from the quite old stuff all the way up to you know 1976. And what, just out of interest, what is the oldest car? The oldest car, I believe, is a 1955, uh, I think it's a 1955 um, Volvo. Right. So, I mean, they were hellishly good rally cars in the day, weren't they? And they still are. Well, actually, the PV544s, which is what this 1955 car is... um, beat a lot of the amazons you know the amazon one one three twos and so on so yeah they they're still a potent rally car and there's another guy to mention to you he's running at car two i believe is dan willen um with um neil frost alongside him who's a very very good young navigator they're running an old volvo and they've just won the national motor uh, motorsport news championship in that volvo and the one thing for anybody who watches any of the Hero ERA events on YouTube, these guys don't hang about, do they? No, they don't. Uh, and what you've got here is the creme de la creme, especially in that top 15. The action will be fast and furious. You'll see them really, really going for it on the tests and uh, you know, spinning them around. There, there's some fantastic drivers out there. Some of them have come from racing. Some of them come from stage rallying. Some of them been in regularity rallying so, since they started you know, this, this career, this hobby. Um, but there's some very, very talented drivers. If you ever watch Paul Crosby, for example, chucking his Porsche 911 around, you, you'd, you'd think it was a little go-kart. <laughs> but can I say, Tony Jardine, all the best for 2022. I hope it's a fantastic event for everybody. And thanks for taking the time to come and talk to the Backseat Driver podcast. I'd like to say thank you very much indeed. And watch out for me because I'm off to the Silver Fern Rally uh, in New Zealand uh, 2022. I'm going there in about 12 days' time. So look out for social media and video reports coming back from, uh, <laughs> from New Zealand. Tony Jardine, once again, thank you very much. Thank you. At the start of the 2022 Rally of the Tests with Lawrence van der Velde and Jenny van der Bol from Holland. Welcome to the Backseat Driver podcast. Thank you, thank you. What brings you to England to do the Rally of the Tests? Well, we would uh, love to try it one more time. We did it in, my husband did it in 2016. Uh, I was together in 2017 and 18. 
and we did better in 2018 and now we want to try to become around the 40th, 45th. That's our goal. That's your goal. Yeah. That's your goal. How are you expecting? Yeah, I hope <laughs> it will be better, but uh, now under 40 is good. Yeah, it's very good. Fast. And what's the fascination of the old rallies or the old style of rallies? Uh, it's it's perfect to to drive with an escort. For us, for us, it is an escort, and all the tests I like them very much. Yeah, we do it uh, um, mostly for the tests because he likes to drive and he, he always raced in the earlier days. Yeah. So that's his passion, and um, we don't have that in Holland. So that's nice to uh, to come to England. So there aren't any events like this in Holland. No, not like this. Not like. Um, the specialties like regularities, there are, okay. But the, the combination with the regularities and tests and regularities and tests, tests, tests and don't stop and just another regularity, no. And do you think you will both be happy and chatting away together uh, three and a half days later in Torquay? Uh, I can tell you that when we uh, finish in Torquay. <laughs> <laughs> it's a relation test. Yeah. But we do it now for about six, seven years. It's our sixth or seventh year that we do this. And uh, the rallying together, and until now, it, it's still it, it's getting better all the yeah. time. Yeah. We won the t in tulips. Uh, yeah. the, the rally. Um, the tulip. Uh, the tulpen rally. The tulip, tulip rally. Yeah. Yeah. We won it, but in the vintage class. Also a very old car, an Opel Capitaine from. Uh, 1939. 39. Huh? Yeah. So, so that nice. was good. And the Hornerland, it's next week. We drive it also. Yeah. And we won it yesterday in the sport class. And we have to go to the experts now. <laughs> so That's the problem when you do well, isn't it? Yeah. You get uh, yeah. you get pushed up the rankings. Now we're not going to win anymore. No. That's, <laughs> Don't say that. That belongs to the past. <laughs> you know Bart and Hartog. You know Arjen van der Paal. All the Dutch good drivers and navigators. You can't pass them. No way. No way. <laughs> you, keep, you, keep, you just keep your foot in a little bit harder. What? You keep your foot in harder. Make sure the yeah. throttle's on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> but she must say, at the right way, yeah. <laughs> go left, go right. Huh? It has to be yep. good. But, no, thank you very much for joining me on the uh, Backseat Driver podcast and all the best for the rally of the Test 2022. Thank you. Yeah. Thank, thank you. you. I'm here with Malcolm Dunderdale, dressed as one of the Heidi High characters. Uh, your driving car, what? Uh, car 76, which is a, a 1980s Mercedes 190. So we're asked to dress up in the period of the car. So if you're 1950s, 60s, whatever, it's tweeds and check shirts and all the rest of it. What do you do for the 1980s? <laughs> so last year we were in uh, shell suits, purple, <laughs> pink shell suits, uh, and actually won the, won the award. So, so what do we do this year? So Anita came up with this idea, and that's why you see me standing foolishly. Like, Dressed like somebody out of Maplins. <laughs> absolutely, and we have Maplins on the car, so, so we have the full sponsorship deal. <laughs> so. How many rallies of the tests have you done? Uh, this will be our third uh the first two were disasters uh so you just you d to get to your 20th one you have to do you know one two three four so uh everyone you do you learn some more you make some different mistakes and uh hopefully 
get better. Because the Rally of the Test is considered one of the hardest of the Hero ERA series and championships. So, I mean, it isn't easy. It's not easy. Some of the other events that we do with Hero, uh, we've been pretty successful in those. But, But this is just another level. But unless you try them, unless you get involved with them, you will never raise your game. So, so we know, you know, what we're about. This 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 weekend's going to be fun, we hope. Uh, <laughs> but a result is is so the whistle and flute for this marvelous outfit is probably the only thing we might win. <laughs> now, don't mind me saying. I mean, that Mercedes, the uh, one ninety, is, is maybe an unusual choice of rally car. How did you decide to rally an eighties Mercedes Benz? Uh, well, uh, apart from the fact it's probably rather comfortable compared to quite a few of the others, it's, it's warm and dry. And they actually uh, have rallied a number of them. And in, and in fact, uh, uh, Mercedes were developing the 190 Cosworth for rallying. Uh, and then Audi came out with a Quattro and made everything redundant. So, so they turned that car into a circuit racer. But its, its original purpose was, was for rally. And, and it's great. It's warm and dry, it's comfy, and that's what you need on these cold, wet nights. And on some of the tighter tests, how does it handle? It's brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Hydraulic handbrake, <laughs> lots of power. Um, and it's not as nimble as a Mini, for sure. But uh, when you get on the, the fast-flowing ones, uh, it's awesome. We love it. And it'll be pleasant at night time while everybody's getting chilly out there uh, with the old cars and the misting up and everything else. I mean, you'll be able to sit back and put the hi-fi on, won't you? We have got a hi-fi <laughs> and, and a heater, and that makes all the difference. So, uh, you know, Anita's, we're, we're, we're not really rallyists. We do this for fun. Um, so if you can do it in comfort, that's an added bonus. Thank you very much for joining me on the uh, Backseat Driver podcast. No worries, pleasure. I'm joined by Jonathan Hancock with his stunning car number eight, Triumph TR4, uh, the start of the Rally of the Twist 2022. Jonathan, welcome to the Backseat Driver podcast. Thank you very much. What brings you back to do these events? Because they are notoriously difficult. They are, especially driving a, a 1960s car uh, in, in, the, in the autumn and slippy, slidey weather that we get uh, typically in the UK. Um, it's, it's the fact that uh, everybody's really enthusiastic um, and you know, they're driving all sorts of cars up to sort of mid-80s now. Um, there's a few of us hardy souls still battling away in, in 60s cars. Um, and, you know, they need looking after, but um, it's incredibly rewarding and great fun. And all the crews are fantastic. It's the camaraderie as well. We do it for as much for the social side as the competition. Now, you were saying you've been rallying this Triumph TR4 for quite a while. Yes, I, I bought the car in 2005 um, and then had it made into a rally car. Um, it's, uh, it, it's got a works type number plate, which is 7VC. Um, there were four works TR4s that, that rallied in the day, 3, 4, 5 and 6VC. Um, so this is, uh, this is a, a similar type of car um, and I've been rallying um, since 2006. And are they the handful that people said they were? Um, yeah, uh, uh, they certainly like to plough on. Uh, they live up to their name of being tractors. Um, but um, they're, they're great fun. Um, you know, don't, they don't like sort of really tight, difficult, narrow tests. Um, but if you get them flowing, um, not, not too sharp corners, but just get the, 
get the rhythm into the, the test and the pattern, then they're fantastic. Uh, and I suppose rallying this on events like this will give you a greater appreciation of the good old rallies uh, when they used to drive for five days and have half an hour's sleep. <laughs> yes, fortunately we're not uh, that extreme. <laughs> you know, we do uh, get back in time for some food and, and a couple of pints. Um, but, you know, as you... You won't be able to see, I'm dressed in my tweed suit and I've got my flat cap. So uh, we take, uh, you know, it's meant to be a recreation of the original RAC rally of the 60s. So um, a lot of the crews are dressed in period to match their cars. So uh, Yes, I've just been chatting to the guy dressed like one of the members of Maplin's in Heidi High. He's period to 1980s. But I mean, it's all part of the fun and everything else. Yeah, exactly. It's it's uh, the attitude of the crews. You know, we're all. It, it's a serious competitive rally, but you know, everybody's uh, also taking part and getting into the spirit of it. It's fantastic. So the competition is there. There will be periods of time when you think, "I just need to do this that a few seconds quicker than the car behind or the car in front." Absolutely, particularly because it's the rally of the tests. Um, you know, the, the the tests themselves are very competitive. We have road road sections, regularities, but and, and well, they're also competitive between the navigators. But the drivers like to fight it out in the tests, <laughs> and we compete against uh, similar cars, similar ages, so engine size and age. Um, so we're in a class of um, I think about eight eight or so cars. So they're, they're, we've got some saloon cars in with us as well as um, the, the TR and a couple of Porsche 911. So it's uh, it's a very widespread class but um you know we're, we're competing against those cars in our class for the, for the points or trying to minimize the penalty points that we get because the problem is the better you do each year the harder it gets for you because you get seeded upwards don't you well, not, not on this event because we, we start in age order um age of car <laughs> not age of crew <laughs> um and then so we have a short sharp section tonight called the prologue um and then we're seeded tomorrow according to how well we did tonight um, so it doesn't really matter how well you've done in previous events um, you know it, that's all wiped clean and forgotten <laughs> we start again tonight <laughs> so tomorrow morning you'll look out and look at them all in the order they're in and think oh uh, yeah there'll be um, there probably be a few surprises <laughs> we normally have a few surprises ourselves and think okay this didn't go so well but you know we've still got three days to go tomorrow it's you know when we get, get up tomorrow morning it's a long event um, yes. Jonathan Hancock thank you very much for joining me on the Backseat Driver podcast Nice to talk to you. Thank you very much. I'm with Elise White, sister of one of my past radio guests, Sir Ren White. But Elise, this time you are co-driving without your sister on the Rally of the Tests. I am. This is the first time on Rally of the Tests without my sister. So I'm very apprehensive. (laughs) I'm not sure how I'm going to cope because everyone has a different style and the way they talk and communicate. I'm just hoping that uh, I can communicate enough to my driver have you who is your driver my driver is richard button he's in a or we are in a bmw 2002 and have you co-driven for him before i have but i think it was about five six years ago and it was on the winter challenge that went to monte carlo it was epic amazing (laughs) but it has been so long that i feel very rusty because it's always a well-known thing there has to be a relationship between driver and co-driver because the driver has to get used to how his co-driver calls yeah absolutely there's got to be a really good relationship between the driver and the co-driver i believe we do have one but like i said i am extremely rusty that i think on the measured distance i went wrong six times which is not a good start i'm just hoping i've got all the errors out of the way (laughs) but we do have good communication he listens that's the main thing how many times have you driven rally of the tests how many times have i driven rally the tests that's a good question 
four, five, maybe six. <laughs> I can't remember. And how have you done on it previously? That is also another good question. Uh, so my sister and I have normally done quite well on Rally the Tests. Um, I think the last time we finished fourth. I may be wrong, but I think we finished fourth out of the eligible cars for overall results. So we were really chuffed. Unfortunately, this time we're not eligible for overall because we're in a 70s car, as you might be able to tell by my awesome 70s Yes, everybody, everybody's dressing uh, accordingly to the age of their car. Yeah, that's the idea. You're supposed to dress according to the age of your car, so you'll have a range of people in 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, some 80s, uh, and it just brings a bit more fun to the event. And It's quite a serious navigation event, so you've got to have a bit of a laugh. But you will be, I dare say, Seren will be hoping you don't do quite as well as previous years, though. Yeah, Seren's hoping I, I do struggle this time, <laughs> only because then she can say, well, you need me as a driver, and then I can go back to her. I think that's what she's hoping, so we can do other rallies in the future together. Do you ever, do you ever drive in these events? I used to drive in a lot of the events, but I actually love maps. So I really, really enjoy the navigating and finding out where to go and problem solving. So for me, I actually prefer the navigator seat, but a lot of navigators really want to jump into the driver's seat. So I think I'm a bit unusual. I've tried navigating and I spend too much time looking out of the windscreen. I have an urge to see where I'm going. And when I did try core driving, I kept being asked, what are we doing? Where are we going? So I had to look down and try and work out where on the pace notes we got to. How does a core driver manage it? I have a really bad habit of looking out the window. I love looking and seeing where we are, what we're doing, uh, where we are, a beautiful countryside. I love doing that. Uh, I tend to put my finger on the map, but when you're jumping around in these cars, you do lose your place, and then you've got to try and find a way of getting back without going, I'm lost. <laughs> Elise White, thanks very much for joining me on the Backseat Driver podcast. No problem, see you soon. I'm with... Paul Dice. Martin Taylor. Last year's winners of the uh, Rally of the Tests, and I've just been uh, corrected, this year's winners of the Rally of the Tests. Hopefully. Hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> um, how are you expecting to do this year? You rally the test, you can't tell. If the rally gods are with us, we'll have a really good run and um, we'll be there at the end. But that's the main thing, to try and get there at the end. And is the navigation as difficult as people say it is? I wouldn't say it was difficult, but it's it's just over the such prolonged period of time that you've got to do the navigation and the pressure that you're under for three to four days. So anybody can do it, but it is a huge challenge to get there in the end. Because this is regarded as one of the hardest rallies of its type now, as it was back in its day. No, absolutely. The This event and, and La Jogga are definitely the hardest events in the country, both run by heroes. So it's definitely the one that everyone wants to win. And you're in what's considered one of the classic rally cars, a, a Volvo Amazon. Yeah, it's a fantastic car, strong, uh, not as fast as some of the cars, but it's really, really good. Really uh, what, what are they like on the uh, on the test, the tight test? Because they are a big car. Yeah, you, you get some, okay, on the tight tests around cones and everything, they're not so good. But on the rough stuff, they're a lot better. In the forests, they're great. A bit heavy. Um, but it's a really good rally of the test car. And down in Wales, I mean, Wales is notorious. One rally driver once said to me, in Wales, you're lucky if you get out of second gear. No, no, there's some fast stuff in there. Don't worry, you wait till, wait till we go around Eppington and everything like that. It'll be fourth gear stuff. 
So what does, what's the pressure like in the car, and especially since you won it last year? Do you feel extra pressure to do well? Yeah, well, obviously there's, there's um, pressure to do well. Everyone behind us is gunning after us. They're all after us. But we'll, we'll, we'll just... Uh, the prologue's a real tricky part of the rally. You don't want to go too fast that you ruin the event, but you just want to be there. If you can, if you can come out the prologue and you know, only a few seconds down and in the mix of the sort of top four or five, then you, you set a good base for the rest of the event. And roughly, although it's hard to say... How far into the rally do you get before you start to think, well, we're actually doing quite well here? I think it's the um, Saturday with the, the Welsh Loop, um, Carewens and Eppings and everything. If you come out of that and you're up there, you've nailed it. All the best for this year, young man. Paul Dias, uh, let's hope you uh, and get your name engraved on the trophy for the second time in succession. Great, we're trying our best. Well, that's the start of the Rally of the Tests. You'll be able to find out the result by going on the HERO, that's Historic Endurance Rally Organisation, Endurance Rally Association, on their website or on YouTube. But if you fancy getting into historic rallying, there is no better way of getting into it. They even have a fleet of historic rally cars so you don't actually have to own one yourself you can just hire one but whatever you want to do get yourself involved with historic rally it's a phenomenal way of enjoying yourself behind the wheel of an interesting car